Sometimes I love you totally, and sometimes I don't feel anything. Yeah. And I really don't know. Yeah. It's I just okay. feel I trust it's good to be here. No, yeah. I don't know. My biggest thing is always I'm not good enough, and I should be like her or him or her. It's ongoing. I'm always com com comparing. Comparing. Mm. Yeah. I should be like this, like that, like that, like that. Mm. And. I cannot say. It would be a lie to say I'm totally mm. in my search, whatever that means. I can only say I am what I am in the moment. And I see something is... Yesterday I was, I was feeling this... Wow, just letting it go. Nothing worked what I wanted to do and it was so great. Yeah. So I feel... I, I Everything I say comes down to a yes inside the heart. That's it. Not, uh, not, uh, you know, fifteen rules, ten rules. It's just a, a yes, and to somehow switch on, stimulate that God power inside, more than to speak to the head about what the head should do. I am not really interested. I don't believe in the head actually. So, when someone say like, my life is on fire, my head is in turmoil, I say this is very good. For now, it's good, and don't try and figure anything out. Don't try and solve anything, you know, because grace for the first time is working on your behalf, and something inside you says, "Leave it alone. Don't try and," because the you who will try and do it is coming from the mind. So just relax. Something is there uh, working. Let it work itself out, and you stay like don't know anything. You want to hit this hand nail? You hit this nail, and it's finished. Next one, okay. <laughs> You do the next one. It's good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. What now? Okay. This one. So for a while, you may find that you are just, you know, just moving like this without knowing anything, without using your mind to figure out anything, because that's what it feels like at the moment. And don't be thinking, oh, something is wrong. Why is my mind, mind not working like this? Because that itself is also mind. So just relax. In that, something has got you. Something is taking care of you. You see, like that. So let God be your au pair for a bit, <laughs> okay? And uh, you move along in the way that you can for now. That's fine because nothing in the outer place is so stable. It will just change. But there are auspicious changes that are helping to secure a much more clearer and firmer foundation. So don't worry about that. Because I cannot trust my emotions anymore. This is good. What mm. this one guy said to you on, on the phone: wherever I turn to, the delusion comes through. Mm. It's, it's more and more like this. Take the attitude that everything is good. Everything is on your side. You see, or don't know anything at all. This is very good. You see, many people think, you know, wow, I want to go and talk to, like, find a sage or something because they'll be able to, you know, they know. They know everything. The truth is that they know they don't know anything. The, the thing is not about knowing anything. Don't know anything at all. Just be in the Self. And from the Self, spontaneously the light shines from there 
and in the moment something is needed, it comes like that. But they are not a reservoir for knowledge. They're not holding on to knowledge. They're not a library. They're not an encyclopedia. They are completely empty. This is the this is the most pre a library with no books. That is a sage's mind. If you want to call it a library, a empty house, whatever it is, it's the most beautiful thing. Most beautiful. And also, you don't have to wait very long for any result. The result is already there. You're only waiting to recognize it. Because you cannot make what is already perfect perfect. You can only perceive it perfectly. You see? And we are perceiving it imperfectly because we are carrying a lot of imperfect nonsense inside our mind. Satsang is only to sweep that house clean. The eyes are working fine, the consciousness is working fine, vital force is working fine, everything is fine except your mind. <laughs> so let the mind be there, but don't have a mind. Any function, practical functioning is perfectly fine, but psychological, psychological functioning and identity—that's the thing that we have to overcome to 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 understand that that is not that that should not be a need for you. Only if you are deluded, you are you are attracted to those energies. Otherwise, nothing. They are nothing at all. You'll be empty or quiet. This type of talk is not for everybody, because many people have the sense that they have to know a lot of things, they have to have a lot of strategies for life, and they perceive life like life is just an ordeal. Life is not an ordeal. It's your mind that makes it into an ordeal. It's just unfolding like that, what we call life. In fact, a sage's life, they are not even thinking about what is unfolding. What is not unfolding? They are what is not unfolding. And from there they can watch is unfolding very casually. We make what is unfolding into this is a, the front page, this is what we you know. I mean, can you compare yesterday with today? It's just memories. And who has the memory to remember yesterday? Or what was the breakfast this morning? Who cares to remember these things? You can't retain. Everything is gone. So whatever you're holding to be valuable now, phenomenally, it's also you, nature cannot keep it. It's not nature's thing to keep it. You see, it's just somehow the deluded mind or identity that feels there's importance in these things and want to retain them, and it's pressing the save button to to all these things. But when your mind is free and empty, you don't. You're not saving, saving, save what. You know, God's accountant. So everything is flowing, flowing, flowing. You also are empty. Who discovers this beautiful secret? If it's a secret, God didn't call it a secret. You're in a good place, inside and out. You have to become like this. That wherever you go, the space is the same. The things are not the same. The space is always the same. The scenes are not the same, but the space is the same. There are some who know this. The scenes are changing, but the space is always the same.
they're not in love necessarily with the scenes. The scenes are fine. They enjoy some are very pleasant, some momentarily unpleasant. But nothing is making a sort of a monitoring this. Not making an item out of anything. They just know the space. They know the space. Others know the things in the space. Many people they know the things in the space, but some few know the space. Their value is the space, because it's unchanging. When any world, any dimension, any realm of consciousness, the space is still the same. They know that. And that which watches the space is still always the same. Even if it doesn't watch space, it knows the space. Space is its most subtle manifestation. It's unchanging. The rest we talk about what appears in the space and disappears in the space. But there's one who knows what appears and disappears, not concerned about it, but they know the space. And they are the space. Be that one. When you reflect upon these things, you know, it's you are so content. You are so full of joy. It produces a giggle from the universe, actually. It's the universe giggling. We just share at the magnificence of just the wisdom of the Supreme. How can we return and talk about domestic problems when you've been to such heights? You come back. Uh, what is the problem? What what is a, what is a problem? Not what is the problem. What is a problem? You know, we don't know what you're talking about. Is anything greater than that which causes you to perceive? If you want to worship something, worship that. I mean, that which perceives perceiving. Can you write a story about that? Can you even move one millimeter outside of that, apart from that? We have been trying so hard to please this world, and nobody has succeeded. We have tried so hard to satisfy, to please this world, or what we anticipate that it anticipate from you. Nobody can do it. The more you try, the more unsuccessful you are, the more miserable. Don't try to please or displease the world. Forget about it. But don't despise it. And suddenly it becomes beautiful. I mean, what gives you the right to complain about a monkey on your back when you got a banana in your pocket? <laughs> so it's just something that we can just miss the obvious thing. There will always be something that fights inside us against the truth, inside ourselves. No? When I say that, I don't mean it in any sort of such a heavy way or personal way. It's just somehow, as long as there's duality functioning and given respect, 
these forces will work. You feel some attraction, you feel some resistance. You feel some, yeah, then you feel some uh, some intense uh, frustrations and stuff. And, and gradually something is just burping these energies out. The more you, each time you come back to your your truthful place, because all experiences, when your search is for truth, they all point you back to emptiness. But if you have to come back to emptiness, it's because there's resistance also. Something brings you again to something. We're in that for a bit, and there's resistance. So when I say hate, I don't mean hate personally. I mean, I mean there's a kind of resistance to or distraction. I find those are just my poetic way of saying hating the truth in a way. It's not that you you really hate it, you kind of love it. Mm-hmm. When you meet it I don't know. Many people they actually experience Love and hate, and sometimes they actually feel, you know, hate, hatred. There are people who, it's like I remember something that Jesus said actually. He said, "Father, forgive them, for not for they know not what they're doing. That's one thing. For they hate me without reason." There was some part like that. Like they can't help it. Something inside just resists and fight or hate because it it is confronted by the truth and it doesn't like it. But it's only a, t- a temporary insanity. You know? mm-hmm. Sometimes they say you cannot hate me because I am what you are. You see. <laughs> Unless you hate yourself, which is total ignorance, because the self you hate is not the true self. And so it's just a kind of way like this. I've seen it. I've seen it enough that uh, that uh, that comes up that some moments for a while, while we are in the state of ignorance, especially saturated ignorance, there will be resistance. Hatred, even uh, I remember something. Once somebody once they're not here right now, but they're from the from the sangha. And he said um, the thought did come sometime that at least if Muji was not here anymore, I could get on with my life. And it was expressed to me like that, and I heard it with love actually. Because I know where it comes from. Is that is that same mind? I just feel like you know I could uh, I could at least I could get back to my life, you know. But it's a thought, and there is sufficient space inside to say, yeah, you know that's crazy thought, but it happens. So it's not an inaccuracy. Actually, something is something fights against. Because uh, there is something in us that um, is attracted to that. It's the play. It's not that you are personally responsible. It's the. It's just the play. It's the glue of the life that holds us into a duality, and you know, 
you want to try the mind's version because it kind of feel like it could work and you could figure it out and stuff. And but there's this other thing which is kind of effortless, but it just takes effort to be to the effortless. And it's, it feels like the the ego's way, which you won't call an ego, is just kind of like maybe it would work. I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting closer. Look, and then all this mischief is there. And in some beings, maybe I was thinking of them more. Sometimes I've seen. Sometimes they are full of love for you. They write you the most. The next day they see you, and they cross the road and sort of. They're moving in another way, and you know that they're fighting with their mind. How else can you fight? It's not genuine. Papaji say, you could be searching for the truth for thousands of years, thousands of lifetimes, but if avoidance is at the root of it, you will not find freedom. These sort of statements, when you read them and reflect on them, you feel the truth in them and the bite in them, the bite of the truth, because they allow you. They are mirrors. All truth speaking is a kind of mirror that those who who search is really credible. They use these mirrors to reflect, and they see the truth in them. Like they're the toothpicks. Remove the thing where the tongue cannot remove. You see, it's already something. If you can take the bite of truth, it's not that it bites, but we feel bitten. <laughs> the sage Drukpa Kunle, he used to. He used himself as a fact, as a matter of fact, and said all kinds of ungracious things about himself, simply to give people some distance to see them their own self through his expression. He masqueraded uh, this thing: "I am a pig. I'm, I'm full of gluttony," and so on. So people could, say, <laughs> yeah, so they could get a chance to see their own, because uh, they could not see if the words were too direct on them. So he offered himself up as an image that they could look at, so that they could have a reflection of their own self also. We are all doing it. And this is why somehow maybe there is a lot of uh, tension in the world, violence also, because in each other we see something of ourselves, or something that we are holding on to which is not true. and something. If we are too naive, then you really think you can blame the thing, because you think that thing is causing you trouble. The very thing that is here to help you you kill the messenger, no? You kill the messenger sometimes. I have to talk to you like this because you can bear it. Another way, all these things are so unimportant. It's not about any of those things. How well you do something. It is and it isn't. It is so and it's not so. And it's maybe so and sometimes so. (coughs) 
every problem can be answered yes no sometimes maybe if but yes occasionally and well i don't know <laughs> and is right to some extent somehow we have to be we are infinitely broader than all answers can be but the minute you hold on to something then you start to protect it so therefore when i say you have to be the cow that jumped over the moon the moon is the mind you have to jump over the mind then something is universal there but in the mind we cannot make things work this is why i was saying the other day the whole human thing does not work it's never worked it only works when it connects up with the with the god power with the heart then it becomes something beautiful otherwise we're like an unstruck match sitting in a box in a damp house but once lit once struck you can burn a whole forest okay for the second time good night <laughs> <laughs> Shanti 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 Om Shanti Shanti Shanti